Hi, I'm Jet from Buster Shuffle, and you're listening to Rock at Night. Hello? Hi, can you see me? Yeah, yeah I, can I can see you. Can you see me? Yeah, I can see you. It's kind of blinking a little bit, but I, I can definitely see you. Cool. Our, our, uh, internet here might not be as strong as your guys' one, but it's... Uh, so, uh, yes, how, how are you? Are you? Where are you Where are you calling from? I am calling from Tampa, Florida. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, look, I... It's cold today. I'm having to wear long sleeves and a scarf and everything. It's probably like, I don't know, would it be like 25, 20 degrees? I'm not sure. 20 degrees? <laughs> something like that for you. We're, it's about 60 degrees Fahrenheit, so I don't know what that would be for you, like 20 maybe or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's cold here, as you can tell. I've got my hat on because we've had a lot of snow, so... Uh... I'm trying to... Uh, it's snowing, really? Yeah, we had... Um, well, we got stuck in Germany last weekend, but it was snowing a lot in England, and the runway had got um, snowed over and shut. So it's chilly. It's cold enough for everything, all the water puddles and things to freeze and make it, you know, hat, couple of jackets, gloves, the full Monty, to be honest. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realise it was like that. I was, I was in London... Um, end of november for about a yeah. week yeah and it was it was cold but yeah you know, it wasn't snowing or anything like that i mean for no. me it's cold because i'm used to wearing shorts <laughs> you yeah, know i'm in florida yeah well we hope to come to florida in uh, may so um oh you, you're coming to florida seriously well we're gonna do an east coast east coast tour excuse me uh, we're confirmed for punk rock bowling 2018 i saw that that's in vegas yeah, so we're going to do an East Coast tour from, well, we plan to, um, you know, go into New York and all the way down to Florida and then fly across for Punk Rock Bowling to do the festival. So, um, I'm, I'm so excited. Will you be coming to Tampa? Uh, I, I'll have to speak with our booking agent, but um, I should think we'll be trying to hit up all the big cities. So there's a good chance. Because, I mean, I, I sometimes go to Orlando, but I'm right in Tampa, so... I mean, I would I would love to see you guys play live because I'm a big fan of ska. And as soon as I heard your music, I said, oh, my God, it's it's I just love it because I was a, mm. I grew up with the specials. You know, oh, I was man. a teenager yeah. when that came out. And um, for us, I mean, we really like this genre. Yeah. And uh, we don't have enough of it. And and. I'm so happy to hear that you're coming over here. <laughs> yeah, no, we're super excited. We did um, did a West Coast tour in September of this year, and uh, in May is the plan is to come back out. So, uh, yeah, and then the Scar thing is special. It's one of our favorite bands and biggest influence. So, uh, yeah, super, super stuff. And uh, 
we, we actually recorded on our second album, Roddy, the guitarist from the specials, um, played on a couple of songs, which was nice. Um, and then in April 2018, we're touring with Neville Staple, who was obviously one of the main, main guys in the specials. So we'll be in the UK, though. I think he's coming to America, but um, yeah. Not enough scar, but I think it might be making a bit of a comeback with bands like Interrupters on their, on their, um, you know, on the up, and then us getting on punk rock bowling like a scar band on a good, you know, established festival is a, a statement of intent, isn't it? Really. Uh, interrupters, I've seen them too. Uh, Do you like them? Really good, yeah. And I think um, the Toasters are over in the UK now playing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, we've played we've played with the Toasters a couple of times in the in Europe actually. Mm. Now you guys are going to Germany soon too, right? Back to Germany. There's some kind of festival over there. Yeah, with a band called Bad Manners. Have you heard of them? Um, I'm not familiar with them. We don't get, okay. unfortunately, all the UK bands. And no. That, I know. I I didn't realize how much it cost for a visa. To yeah, get over exactly. here. That's why I'm impressed that you're actually coming over here. Yeah, yeah we're keen. Yeah, no, I mean, it is, it's a, it's a long process. We had to go, because we were on tour in Europe so much, we had to go to Amsterdam, to the American embassy there to get the visas, but um, it cost a good few thousand pounds, which oh is like probably, God, that's probably about $5,000, to be honest, all in. But, uh, it's yeah and that's only for the year so well we want to come and we do you know we want to do it the the right way so it's the way to do it you know if that's what you got to do that's what you got to do to get on with it i think it's our attitude but we're uh we're excited to be coming back next year that's for sure well i'm i'm glad to hear that too i mean i grew up with madness and all that type of genre now you have uh, a new album that was just released. Do you want to talk about the new album? Yep, let's go for it. Let's That's go for it. Three. It's your third album, right? Actually, one. It's our fourth album. Oh, okay. Num. It's number four. Um, I'm just having to double check that myself. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely number four. Um, uh, but it's the first album we've put out in I think two and a half or three years. So it's been a, a while in between recording. Some of the songs sounded kind of like cabaret, like, I yes. guess, you know, I was listening to no, song number four, See You Next Week, and I wrote down kind of like small faces. Because I oh, yes, good. Oh, that's that's very good. <laughs> what, a, a good what a good band. Yeah, I love the small faces, and that's nice to hear people. You can hear that in our music. That's oh, really cool. I definitely do. Um, my favorite all-time rock singer is Steve Marriott. And yeah. So I, oh. I'm hugely a fan, and uh, I interviewed Molly Marriott not long ago. Um, wow. No, uh, Banana Thief. That song is almost like a polka, I wrote. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a true story as well. It's a ridiculous thing that happened, and uh, uh, it was so silly. Uh, it, it deserved a song to be written about it. Um, yeah, so <laughs> one of our guys, yeah, tried to 
walk out of a petrol station with a banana and didn't pay for it and it caused lockdown. Um, there you go. You know, we're bad guys on the run. <laughs> That's, that's so you write about real life. That's interesting. I yeah. you know the last one outro I put down was really dark and creepy kind of sounding. Yeah. With the organ. Well, with the organ and and then they kind of there's quite a big instrumental section of the song, but that um probably that one song on the album is the yeah is the most heavily influenced by a band like the specials we try to go for that ghost town i mean where that spooky and like you say creepy thing um it's all in the minor key and it's all a bit um i guess ethereal and, and stuff so uh, we kind of wanted it to go on there because it was um, a different uh, sounding song for the record you know you don't want all that we like to have the album progress and, and have different you know tempos keys and all sorts so that outro song was it yeah our, our little specials moment i noticed a lot of the songs have it sounds like almost a, a french like maybe a, an accordion or even there's mandolins there's other instruments when you travel do you use all those instruments too no i mean unfortunately when we when we do it live, it's just the piano with me playing piano. So I sing and play piano, which is quite unusual in itself for, I guess, punk rock ska bands, but kind of like Jerry Lee Lewis style, um, almost with the playing side on and just rocking out and having a good time. Uh, uh, and then it's just me on piano, guitar, bass and drums. So we strip it back. Uh, but when you're in the studio and you've got lots of cool instruments there to record with and, and muck around with we can't help ourselves so we end up with organs and like you say mandolins and you know a variety of different instruments kind of get get on the record so uh, and there's a tuba as well on one of the songs so then we, we haven't even got any brass in our band so yeah i wrote down i'll be in peckham it's it's almost like a carnival like feel and yeah and I just hear like, you know how you hear like the French, uh, uh, what do you call it? I guess accordion or whatever. I hear yeah. kind of like stuff like that. And, and the like a Parisian sound, even um, the tables have been turned. I wrote down, you've got almost yeah. like a, a Parisian, even like a gypsy maybe even yeah. kind of feel. Um, yeah. Have how did this all come about? I mean, did you grow up listening to this type of music, cabaret-type music? or No, I think, no, not so much cabaret, but the gypsy influence. There is little moments of gypsy influence, like you said, Parisian, that French New Orleans thing, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, when you live in Europe, you're getting exposed to a lot of polka and like the, the um, accordion and kind of offbeat rhythms and dancing so it's just something we pulled on we've been out in czech republic and parts of eastern europe where you maybe hear more of that mm -hmm. um and it's yeah it's got that kind of i don't know gypsy influence in moments obviously it's not throughout the whole album it's not like we're doing folk folk polka scar or something it is uh but when again that i'll be in peckham it's in the minor key it's kind of recreating that atmosphere and those 
instruments really lend themselves well to uh, to creating a, a mood that we we wanted on parts of the album. Yeah, I it's more like a tinge, like a a hint here and there. And uh, the tuba is in your mummy is so hot for me. Yeah, which is our kind of that's our Ian Jury moment. I don't know if you ever heard of Ian Jury and the Blockheads, but that's our um, moment where we kind of have a bit of have a bit of a laugh, so to speak. I, I, I love it. Now, when you come to the States, who will be traveling with you? Who What other members? There'll be the, the full four, four be, uh, members of Buster Shuffle and a couple of crew. So it's not a big uh, entourage. So, yeah, it's just the band and a couple of guys who drive and do, you know, roadie and uh, merchandise skills. So be a, a small party of Englishmen. Okay. There, there was. Um, I looked on YouTube, and there was a really cute song you guys did a few years ago. I think, I think it was called "Naked." Yeah. That was mm-hmm. that was adorable. Mm. That's that's um. Yeah, I guess that's a song about life. You know, getting married, getting or dating, going out, having fun, getting married. I don't know. A lot of our stuff, I think, you've already touched on it as you've commented on it it's like you know about everyday everyday living and an observation so i mean we'll write songs about mm-hmm. marriage about divorce about getting the tube in london about stealing a banana it's kind of yeah everyday stuff is nice to to comment on we're not like a, a political band really or anything we're not too too deep it's kind of say what you see it's more like a slice of life then yeah yeah. Do you write the music on the piano and then the guys get together and you all kind of hash it out? How do you guys write the music? Yeah, that's pretty much kind of the, the, the you know, the run of it, the role of it. Um, I start on the piano, sometimes on the guitar. I'm not a very good guitarist, but you'll get a solid idea and then we'll kind of build it and arrange it all together. But um, a lot of them are piano led ideas but some of them on that album there's one called the estate which is really quite heavy and punky probably the most punky moment on the album i wrote that on a guitar which just kind of happened that way but uh they're the two 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 tools that we use yeah you know it's it's funny about ska it seems like punk and ska kind of go together it's like the same crowd what do you what do you think about that uh, um, yeah, I agree. Now, I think it's a good thing because, you know, there is a lot of crossover. And Scar and Punk are still sort of subculture genres, I guess. It's not mainstream, mainstream like pop and X Factor and those sort of stuff, which is which is good. But they need to support each other. Mm-hmm. With the crowd, there's no point in a punk rocker saying, oh, I don't like Scar, or a, a Scar guy saying, oh, I don't like punk and I don't like, you know rock and roll whatever it's all kind of it all influenced each other and you only have to look at a guy from a band like the clash and joe strummer mm-hmm. i mean arguably the best punk rock band ever certainly mine favorite heavily influenced by jamaican music and reggae and and ska you know and there's lots of elements mm-hmm. with a clash where they're, they're they're kind of 
kind of almost busting out scar songs um, or verses and choruses here and there. So the punk and the scar thing do go hand in hand for me. And there are American bands as well, like Rancid, that have done both very, very well and very successfully. So, um, yeah, the two. It'll be interesting to see how we go down at Punk Rock Bowling. Hopefully people will see the dancing potential in it and just get down and have, a, have fun with us. That's a good point because uh, we've covered punk rock bowling before in New Jersey because they have several punk rock bowling gigs around the country. Right. And they do have different genres. I think it's because in the late 70s, early 80s, you had like rockabilly people, punk people, ska. Yeah. They would all go to like CBGBs or like these various venues and play, you know, Whiskey A Go-Go in California yeah, yeah. and they yeah. all kind of cross over I guess so I yeah. think I think you'll you'll find a, a very warm reception when you go hope, when you go to I, Vegas and I hope so I mean we're super excited about it so um yeah and hopefully people will be I think nowadays with particularly with the internet and Spotify and things music so readily available um that it's almost a bit alien if you didn't listen to anything else if you were just like i'm a pure jamaican scar studio one guy there's so much out there it's not like you know you're going to be exposed to other other genres of music so hopefully it'll all tie in together and the people will get behind it and yeah yeah what's They'll funny you know, I'm obviously I'm older. When I was a teenager, when police was big, they were reggae, but we mm. we called them punk here in mm. the United States. When you think about yeah. it, yeah. And then in England, they were trying to be a punk band, but because there was heavier punk bands, the police are really like musical guys. They were like laugh at initially saying, "You're not punk. You can't call yourselves punks." And they go, "Yeah, we're punks," but in America. They were received as a punk band. Yeah, they were. But in England, it wasn't happening for them until they exploded in the US. And then uh, suddenly England took them seriously. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, uh, yeah, another great band, one of our favorites, the police, you know. What, yeah, and that's got heavily, heavily, like, you know, Jamaican uh, reggae influence, like you say. Another band from the 80s that I've seen and covered is English Beat. Yes, good guys, yeah. They're very popular here still, and they still tour. Yeah, do they come come over from England, or do those guys live in the U.S. now, do you know? I think they come over from England, if I'm not mistaken. I saw them about a year ago, and it was such a pleasure. Was it a good turnout? Did they have a good crowd? The place was packed, and... So there's definitely still, we, we really yearn for fresh music, you know, because it's so expensive for the visa. It's almost yeah. it's a monopoly, and we don't get any fresh music mm. because of it. We're, it's the same stale Justin Bieber shit that you hear all the time, you yeah. know? And Beyonce, yeah. all this top 40 stuff, and I'm just really bored with it, to be honest. It's 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 utterly lifeless. It, mm-hmm. it just destroys. I don't know. It's, there's no. 
it, there's no life in it. It's oh, it's hideous. The, I, I don't know if that's something that's happening to me and the band as we get a bit older into our 30s now and stuff that we just like hears things differently but it, it's utter shite there is no mm-hmm. it, it, in the at least i don't know 15 20 years ago when you had in sync and justin timberlake and people like that coming out at least there were good songs and it was good music musicality i mean I, I have no problem with pop music i like you know michael jackson you can't knock it it's got its place but the shit now is it's just awful um but maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> no, I, I think they're just rehashing, and when they engineer the music, they do something to the voices where they all sound the same. It's like yeah. it's so formulaic, and that's why I was really excited, man, when I when I heard your music because it was like a breath of fresh air, you know. Yeah, thank you. That's very very. And I really hope you come out soon publicly Very nice where your tour um, is going, you know? Oops. Say that again, sorry? Oh, oh, I was saying when I when your tour um, comes out, I got a cat here in front of me. Hey. <laughs> it's sorry, a cat, cat's butt. See? <laughs> Hello, cat. It's my cat, yeah. Okay. Oops, you there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay, your picture just went out, but as long as you can... Uh, I can hear you. I'm just... Can, I'm... Fine, that's fine. I've got my cat here. Um, when you find out your engagements, where, where you're going to be playing, let me know. Oh, there yes. you are. Because we cover in various cities around cool. the United States, and we're <clears> able to... What we do is we'll go and we'll review and take pictures and do a nice little article on you guys and everything brilliant that'd be fantastic and they'll see if you are coming along we'll um you probably know all the promoters and venues anyway but we'll put you on our guest list so you can come along and uh, get in and have have a, have a beer with us afterwards for sure i definitely appreciate that and i i do get to the uk um Usually a couple times a year, I'll be going. Oh, nice! In the spring, you're right in London, right? That's where you're located. Yeah, we're all London boys. I'm actually speaking to you right now from Cambridge, which is about an hour away from London. So uh, I've kind of based myself up here for six to nine months just to um, have a break from London. But I, you know, it's nothing permanent. It's just for a bit of space, really. <laughs> right. It's. It's pretty expensive there too. I notice. I mean, even when I yeah, travel, I but I I just adore it every time I go there. I have a lot of friends. Oh, cool. Is there anything that you would want people out here and and whatever rock and roll land or whatever to know about the band? Any message or anything uh, that you wish people would know? Um, just maybe to kind of. Yeah, um, what was message is just like check check it out. There's mm-hmm. a new English band that are you know wanting to come over to to, to the US and and play for you guys. Come back as as regularly as we can, I guess. Um, and it's the real deal, I guess. It's not you know four guys. There's no backing tracks. There's no things where we're miming along to pre-recorded parts mm-hmm. um, which believe it or not a lot of bands are doing nowadays even punk rock bands I'm not going to name any but it's not completely live we just plug in and play and um, 
you're going to just, you know, a lot of energy and good songs, hopefully. And, and a breath of fresh air, maybe. Maybe not. For, uh, you know, for you guys. Uh, and, and an exciting time for us. So that's a bit long-winded, isn't it? You can't really make that. I don't know how you hash that up, but you have to use your journalistic skills for that one. <laughs> that's that's fine, because I mean, over here we were we really into like the Irish punk bands and Gogo mm-hmm. Bordello and just things that are different. Yeah. And and yeah. Th- that's why I really like your sound. You know, mm. for us, I get tickled every time I hear. Mm. The accent comes Yeah, through. yeah, I love it. And I think a lot of people do here because it's so unique and we different for us. We love that little kind of cockney spin, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Well, it's something we we haven't, you know, again, like I say, was saying in that long rambled bit that I just said, it's kind of, it's the real deal. We're not mm-hmm. trying to sound or spin it in any other way. And a lot of bands soften their accents to make it more... I don't know, commercial worldwide. And and we're like, well, we sing how we talk and that's the accent. Uh, you know, we might not, might not be the best singers in the world, but you're going to get, you know, uh, a decent bit of heart that comes with it because we're not pretending to be, you know, I don't know, Chris Martin and Coldplay trying to make it all nice and squeaky clean. So that will come through. Uh, I promise you when you see us live, we won't suddenly have American accents. (laughs) You're listening to Rocket Night.